Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. Um, this week, we're doing revisits. I just didn't have the motivation, didn't have the oomph, as as it were, to come up with stuff. And I, I apologize. But in my defense, A, I'm 1,300 episodes in on this. Uh, B... I live in a state where our national power or our state power grid just failed and to counteract that we just said hey you know what we don't care about masks we don't care about anything uh so there's a whole thing there uh not to mention i was super sick last week not with covid got tested we're good but still super sick and oh not even gonna get into my kid's school those of you that know me personally and follow my personal Facebook, know the trials and tribulations that are coming in there. But I want to, so we're, I'm re-airing shows from previous years. And today's show comes actually from last year when I did a whole thing about the year of the rat. 2020 was the year of the rat, which is kind of ironic in retrospect because uh, rats are wrongfully blamed for the bubonic plague in in Europe in the the Middle Ages and stuff, and we had you know a, a plague around the world. I actually I hadn't seen a whole lot of people make that connection, so maybe I, I know I'm not the first one, but hey, I'm the first one that I've seen. Uh, this year's the year of the ox, so probably look for some ox-based stuff coming in the future, but year ago I was talking Year of the Rat, and in this episode you're going to hear me talk about, oh, you know, I've grown on rats, I blah, blah, blah. This would prove to be false. Last, last summer in our garden, we have, we have a, a pretty decent-sized garden. Those of, Again, those of you that are long-time listeners... I live out in the country, live out in the middle of nowhere, so I have a pretty decent-sized garden that my wife, that's her, one of her hobbies, you know, we have all sorts of different vegetables and fruits out there, and it's it's been really awesome, and in past years, we've had bountiful, you don't get to use bountiful very often, bountiful amounts of produce that, you know, to the point where we've given away stuff to, to friends and family, Last year, rats ravaged our garden, just destroyed it, uh, to the point where, as much as I'm a humane person and stuff, we bought rat traps. Now, not, not glue traps. I don't believe in glue traps. If you do glue traps, you're, you're a horrible person. Like, ours were like the giant mouse traps, like quick death, painless, okay. But, you know, they were, this is food that we eat. That we survive on so of course we're gonna take them down um the we bought six traps and put them out the first night they were out we killed six rats second night they were out killed six rats third night they were out you see a pattern here eventually it dwindled down but we had a rat problem in the year of the rat in the middle of a pandemic so uh, my viewpoint on rats has changed since this show. I have some friends. Uh, my my good friends Aaron and Jennifer have 
pet pet rats and hey you know what more power to you but um yeah yeah I, we killed those mother truckers because they were eating all of our stuff uh we got pretty proficient at it. but anyway we talked about the greatest rat in comics master splinter here it is enjoy and yeah thank you thank you all so much Hey, this is Matt Rosenberg, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we're celebrating the year of the rat, because... Rats are cool. I don't know. I've as the week has gone on, I uh, you know the first day I talked about how I'm kind of indifferent toward them. You know, I'm not gonna have one as a pet, but I don't think they're these big creepy things. But as this week has gone on, I kind of understand, I guess, a little more. Uh, I'm not buying a pet rat anytime soon, but I, I see. You know, I see how they're portrayed in all the different lights. And today we're going to talk about rats in comics. Now, I was I was doing research for this. You know, there about all the rats that are out there. You know, there's there's a few. You know, Pearls Before Swine, Dilbert, Stuart the Rat, um, Tom Pose. There's a lot of examples of rats in comics. But let's be honest. We only care about one rat in comics, or at least around here, and that is Master Splinter. So we're just going to talk all about Splinter from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles today, because he's awesome, and he's usually a mutant rat. Um, He first appeared in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one back in May of 1984, created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, and he has been a mainstay with the Turtles ever since. Now... His origin has gone through a lot of different phases, I guess is the best way to say that. And we're going to look at all those different ones and kind of some of the running themes there. So if you go back to the Mirage comics, the original ones. So Ninja Turtles, for those of you that don't know, Mirage Studios published them from 1984 to 1995. And then Image got them from 96 to 99. Mirage got him back from 2001 to 2010, and since 2011, IDW has been publishing them. It's only a matter of time before Disney buys them. Oh my gosh, I would love to see, like, yeah. Um, either, anyway, um, it's it's kind of cool that we're talking about Splinter, because Lobacon's coming up this weekend, and we have a lot of ties to the Ninja Turtles this year. We have Ken Scott, who played Raphael in the live-action uh, first two movies, and Freddie Williams, who draws the Ninja Turtles Batman team up, so it's really cool. But back to where we were. So in the Mirage comics and the original films and the 2003 cartoon, Splinter has the same origin in all of those. He's the pet rat of a ninja named Tamato Yoshi over in Japan, and he's he's smart, like even by rat standards, he's a really smart rat. So smart, in fact, that as he watches Hamato Yoshi practice ninjutsu, 
he learns it too. You know, he copies his moves and he learns all about it. And then bad things happen. So Hamato Yoshi gets into a a feud, I guess, with Oroku Nagi. And um, Oroku Nagi has a brother named Oroku Saki, who we all know as Shredder. Well, Shredder um, murders... Well, Oroku Saki murders Hamato Yoshi because Hamato Yoshi more than likely killed Oroku Nagi. Uh, they they kind of switch it up sometimes, but usually he, he's responsible. And this leaves Splinter homeless. Now, in the movies and stuff, really only in the comics, I guess, in the Mirage comics is the only time we get Oroku Nagi. Usually it's just Oroku Saki and Hamato Yoshi. But in the comics, I did want to mention that there is Oroku Nagi. Well, so Splinter sees this go down, gets out of his cage, and he attacks Oroku Saki, you know, for revenge. And he claws his face and everything. And Saki's like, I'm not going to let some rat take me. Slices at him, slices his ear off. And a lot of people believe... You know, and they kind of play it up in the movies, especially that those scars that Orokusaki has is why he becomes Shredder and like wears the mask is to hide all of those. Now, in the 2003 series, um, there was a guy named Hun who ran the Purple Dragons, and that's who Splinter Clawed. But yeah, anyway, either way, he runs away, ends up in New York City sewers, and this is where there was a traffic accident. And the four baby turtles and canister of ooze come in, and they all get mutated. Boom. Ninja Turtles. Um, he trains them, really, to avenge his dead master, because he's like, all right, I'm going to take down this Orokosaki guy. Now, if you go back, and when I say go back, so this is week like 208 of the Night Nerd. If you go back to like week three, we talked about Daredevil and stuff, and because I love, love Daredevil. This accident is Daredevil's accident. The one where he pushed the man out of the way and the truck swerved and hit him and splashed him with this, the stuff that made he, gave him his powers. Well, that's the same ooze that gave the Turtles and Splinter their powers. That's why they fight the foot. Daredevil fights the hand. It's a lot of, a lot of things. It's a really cool rabbit hole to dive down. Um, like I said, go back and, and listen to it. You can just look for Daredevil Week. And so they're, they're Mutant Ninja Turtles. So that's awesome. Now, again, the 2003 version deviates a little bit because in that one, it's established that he is like this awesome ninja master. Like he is the champion of the Battle Nexus. And the Battle Nexus was something they had there where it was a multi-dimensional contest where the best fighters from every dimension came and fought for the title. Well, the Turtles and Splinter go through, and Splinter is supposed to fight Michelangelo, but he, you know, bows out. He forfeits. That way, Mikey can have a chance. And it, and then in the 2003 cartoon, um, he gets split up into the internet and gets scattered everywhere, which is kind of weird, but... It, it happens. So, 
most people, though, they know the 1987 cartoon. That's what I grew up on. That's what I love. And it's awesome. Now, in that, they kind of combine the multiple characters in the story. So, Hamado Yoshi, is, you know, he's a teacher for the Foot Clan and stuff. And he gets framed for murder by Rokosaki. So, he leaves, comes to New York, and he is a hermit in the sewer where he's buddies with rats. Then he finds the turtles and the ooze. And he morphs into, to borrow a phrase from a, a 90s kid show, he morphs into the giant rat. So the rat and Hamato Yoshi are the same person. And that's different, but that's what most of us grew up on. And an interesting, another interesting deviation, I guess I should say, from that and the Mirage and the 2003 cartoon and stuff is in the 87 series, he's very much like the teacher. He's like, you know, I'm a teacher, you're my students. And in the other ones, he's a father. You know, they're like his sons, which we'll get into in, in a minute. How, like, really, really, they're his sons in some timelines. And I don't know, that's. I always liked, like, the. The father and son's dynamic. I thought it was added an extra layer, and so it was kind of cool. But, hey, it was an 80s cartoon, so it was whatever it was. In the 2012 animated series, um, Splinter is Hamato Yoshi, and most of the stuff is the same, um, except drama goes down with him and Orokosaki, and... The whole place, literally where they're at, the dojo they're at, burns down. Their monastery, I guess, technically. It's not a dojo, it's a monastery. And it kills his wife and his daughter. But his daughter actually shows up alive later on and Splinter and raised her. And in this one, he goes and he buys the turtles. And then he runs into some alien droids. And they fight. And the alien droids have the mutagen. And that's what turns everybody... He, he again morphs into a rat, so a little different, but pretty, I guess, standard. You know, you kind of either have the Splinter and Yoshi are separate, or they're the same person is the, the thing. And then most recently in the IDW comics and the 2014 film, the Michael Bay ones, the Turtles and Splinter are both test subjects of Baxter Stockman. And he's messing with the alien mutagen, mutagen and stuff. And that's what um, brings him out, I guess, and, and turns him into everything. Now, in the IDW cartoon, it's interesting because he is Hamano Yoshi reincarnated. Like back in feudal Japan, Hamano Yoshi and um, Shredder got into a fight, Rokosaki got in a fight, again, Hamano Yoshi's wife passed away, but their four sons survived, until Rokosaki tracked him down, literally murdered his sons, murdered uh, Yoshi's sons in front of him, and then killed him, and like Yoshi vowed revenge, and finally he would be reincarnated, and able to take, take him down, so it's just really interesting to see 
How, I'm not going to talk about Rise of the Ninja Turtles because um, they just they screw Splinter up in that one. But the, over all the years, you know, he's always had that mentor role, whether it be as a father or a trainer. You can tell that he does care for the turtles and love them and takes care, not just trains them, but like takes care of them and wants the best for them. So it's really, really just kind of cool um, to see all of that and to see the different revenge stories because almost every single version except where he's um in the new movies you know he's motivated by revenge in some way and a lot of people think splinter is like this nice calm sensei guy but he's angry he's an angry little rat and i think that's something that you know not a lot of people really think about or dive into so it's pretty cool but there you have it there's more or less the story of splinter throughout the years he's pretty awesome let me know what's your favorite incarnation of splinter you can let me know in the comments below here on soundcloud or on social media facebook Twi tiktok instagram twitter we're out there and everywhere just look for the night nerd you can email me nightnerd at the nightnerd.com otherwise that's gonna do it for us today again my name is lance thank you all so much for listening and we will see you next time Bye.